unusual structure. The moon of Mars. Of course I'm going to specify. There's a monolith. We've discovered a base on the back side of the moon. The scientist pulled out one of these mosaics and showed this base. Geometric shapes, there were towers, there were uh, spherical uh, buildings. There were very tall towers and things that looked somewhat like radar dishes. But they were large structures. We interrupt our program to bring you a special broadcast. Welcome to the Zero Brain Podcast, kids. It's Dave Grave, and tonight we got a fucking show for you. All right, from SciTechDaily.com. Discovery in salamanders brings science closer to the development of regenerative medicine therapies. Many salamanders can readily regenerate a lost limb. But adult mammals, including humans, that's you, you fucking chud, cannot. Why this is the case is a scientific mystery that has fascinated observers of the natural world for thousands of fucking years. So, their research says uh, that humans have untapped potential for regeneration, Godwin said. If we can solve the problem of scar formation, we may be able to unlock our latent ability of regenerative potential. From the Jerusalem Post, Israeli camouflage tech makes soldiers invisible. That's right. Paris Solutions have developed an innovative new material that provides multispectral concealment. Oh, fucking A. Israeli survivability products company Polaris Solutions has developed a camouflage technology that renders soldiers on the battlefield virtually unfucking detectable. That's right. He could be taking a shit right in front of you, and you wouldn't even know it, except that it would smell terrible, and shortly after that, you'd probably die. So in cooperation with the Defense Ministry, the company recently unveiled Kit 300, an innovative camouflage sheet made out of material that provides multi-spectral concealment. Next article. A mission to Alpha Centauri within a human lifetime has just become more realistic. It will take thousands of years for humanity's fastest fucking spacecraft to reach even the nearest stars. That's because they're Pieces of shit that don't know how to fucking wormhole. You need faster than light travel, fuckstick. FTL. The breakthrough initiatives have been exploring the possibility of reducing this to decades, potentially allowing the scientists who launched the mission to live to see the results. A new paper in the Journal of Optical Society of America shows one of the major obstacles for such a project can be overcome with existing technology. Oh, shit. Although, the authors admit other hurdles remain. Next article. What else we got here? People do a lot of dumb shit on the internet to gain fame, notoriety, or even get a viral video to go viral. But I doubt many of you out there, you Instagram influencer scum that you are, have done anything close to what Brazilian comic Luiz Ribeiro de Andrade has done. Nope. All of you Instagram influencer dickheads posing for shit that you really don't have couldn't put a pimple on Mr. DeAndre's ass crack. 
I'll tell you why. This comedian was dressed as Superman, was pretending to stop a bus for a viral stunt when the bus stopped him. That's right. Comedian dressed as Superman hit by a bus while pretending to stop it for viral stunt. Here's a guy pretending to be Superman when reality painfully makes a cameo. So uh, in regards to uh, Mr. DeAndrade there, it seems that the only traits of uh, the Man of Steel that he apparently evinced was the ability to fucking survive despite getting hit by a fucking bus and the momentary ability to fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you fucking dickhead, you lucky bastard. I can't believe you survived getting hit by a bus, you fucking maniac. Christ. Anyway, all right, next article. Redneck rave in Kentucky descends into fucking absolute chaos. After a man has his, get this, throat slit, a woman is choked in a fight over a fucking blanket, and a man is impaled on a log. This rave led up to 47 Excuse me, 48 people becoming charged. Some fucking kind of criminal negligence or some shit. How do you get impaled at a country music concert? What the fuck is going on over there, man? You know, I go to heavy metal shows and shit. and I, I mean, we might have to fucking step it up a bit because we're, you know, heavy metal, right? I mean, <laughs> never once. I've seen somebody get their fucking ass kicked. Never once seen somebody get impaled. Never once seen anybody get their fucking throat slit. What is going on at these fucking rays, dude? Maniacs, all of you. Bunch of goddamn degenerates running around like fucking. Your first mistake is you're listening to country music. The fuck's wrong with you? Country music. You want to hear a joke about country music? What happens when you play a country song backwards? You get your house, your car, your dog, and your wife back. What happens when you play rap music backwards? You lose everything. Next article, NewYorkDailyNews.com. Hundreds of birds are dying from a mysterious illness across several states. That's weird. Hundreds of birds from Indiana to Virginia have been dying from a, from a mysterious illness, leaving scientists befuddled and asking for the public's help. So, uh... Asshole. With the white coat on. We come to you for these problems, fucko. Don't you get how this works? You don't call a plumber for electrical work, do you? Fuckhead. Oh, hey, bro. Uh, I don't know how to do my job. Can you tell me how to do my job? No, asshole. You're the fucking scientist, motherfucker. Figure it the fuck out. Have you heard of the scientific method, cocksucker? Figure it out. Okay, you're the asshole in the white coat. You went to like a million years of school. To what? You come to me? My community college degree? And you want my help to fucking find out why all these birds are dying. Do I look like Steve Irwin? You fuck. Do I look like Jack Hanna? Hmm? Am I ace fucking Ventura over here, you halfwit? Oh, hey, bro. Uh, well, all these fucking birds are dying, bro. We need your help. Why do you need my help, hmm? What do we pay you for? What the fuck? Give me the coat. Get the fuck. Take the fucking... Next article. From Futurism.com. Harvard professor. You know, it's got a lot of weight to it, right? Says alien spacecraft may have dropped sensors. Yep. 
They're not just here. They're like leaving their fucking shit here too. Like their galactic litter. It's like an alien version of a fucking trail camera. <laughs> some shit. Right? We're probably some galactic reality TV show. And, every, and we're the, the entire Earth is the fucking punchline. An ancient alien civilization may have seeded the Earth with uh, sensors providing a readout on what it's like within our fucking solar system's habitable zone. Harvard University astronomer Avi Loeb suggests. We've talked about Mr. Loeb before, or a doctor, doctor, professor, Mr. Doctor Professor Loeb. <laughs> a new unexplained aerial phenomena. The sightings might be a sign of extraterrestrials following up. You know, they gotta train they gotta come in, check the film, change the battery, and you know, all that shit, right? Specifically, he says the uh the uh, interstellar object Uma Mua I think I fucked that name up, but we're not gonna attempt it again. Might have been a spacecraft sent to uh tune into their fucking signals. What's up, big guy? Alright, buddy, how you doing? Oh yeah. It's the show's mascot. He's come in to say hello. He's the producer. He's making shit everything's going up to fucking snuff. Yes, sir. We're in your kicking fucking ass. All right. His name's called Mr. Mr. Wiggles. It's not true. It's not his name. So, uh, Umamua, right? This guy, fucking Mr. Professor Doctor guy, says, uh, might have been a fucking spacecraft sent to, uh, tune into some weird shit, right? He says it's an unusual explanation linking two separate topics, which is really interesting to say the very least. That's right. The, uh, they're watching us. They're not only here, but they're watching you. All right. Next article. What the fuck do we got going on here? So, um, aliens. We talk about these fucking spindly, bulbous-headed bastards quite often. What you typically don't hear is uh, that one, uh, somebody saying that they love them. They go, oh, I love aliens. Nobody says that. They're ugly, and they're fucking terrifying. And let's face it, dude. Their social skills are shitty, okay? They never call. when They, they just show up whenever they fucking want. They don't tell you where they're going. They just fucking take you with them. And they prod and poke and fucking... Probe your little butt. It's nasty. So a woman says she's fallen for an alien after a UFO abduction. And get this, they're better than British men. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. This lady says she's found her fucking soulmate. That's right. Abby Bela has landed herself an out-of-this-world lover. Who gives a fuck, Abby? I think you need to pull your head out of your ass. That's what I think. <laughs> All right, let's read the fucking book. All right, cue narrator voice. What fucking chapter did we read last time? Fucking stupid fuck, Dave. You don't know how you don't even know your own show. You're a dumb motherfucker. Oh, bro. Yeah. I've seen some stupid shit lately. Some really fucking dumb motherfuckers. There's some dumb motherfuckers out there. It's like we've been hiding them, and then they just came out like locusts. <laughs> Gas jets on the moon. How much atmosphere does a being with a mechanized body require? Humans breathe in a mixture of nitrogen and oxygen with some carbon dioxide and argon added. Traces of helium, krypton, neon, xenon, and moisture lurk here and there. The amount of nitrogen is nearly four times that of the oxygen. We exhale a lot of things, including carbon dioxide, which is waste from the blood. If we had a colony on the moon in it, there could be a purifier system which would rechannel clean air back into use after treatment. But in the long run, there would still be waste gases to be expelled. If the occupants of the moon breathe an atmosphere kept in a vault underground, a vent would be required to eject gas under pressure. Whenever this gas is ejected, 
Some distortion or obscuration of the moonscape will take place. How much depends on its level of impurity and temperature. Industrial activity implies gas ejection. Methods for making alloys known or unknown to us almost beyond doubt require melting of metals, a process which creates gases. Any kind of smelting or manufacturing process which makes use of fire will create smoke, carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide, etc. A highly advanced technology will probably still have uses for processes involving high heat a thousand years from now, we will probably still have to break eggs to make an omelet. Obscuration of the moonscape is one of the prime transient phenomena studied by NASA and university scientists. NASA has documented nearly a thousand cases of LTP, which is lunar transient phenomena, of which a good percentage involve haziness or fuzziness where part of a crater can be seen with crystal clarity and another part is distorted. Most authorities believe that obscurations, distortions, and hazes are caused by escaping gases. I agree with them. But where we part is this. The scientist authorities who state their position or opinion invariably attribute the phenomena to natural gases escaping through a fissure in the moon's crust. I believe much of the phenomena to be caused by purposeful ejection of waste gases. I have seen gas escaping in three places on the moon. That is, three places where I can be reasonably certain that gas ejection is taking place. There are hundreds of major and minor obscurations to be seen in the NASA pictures and through the telescope, but I do not include them as gas ejection cases because the specific venting point is not seen. When I look at such a hazy spot in a picture, I cannot be certain that it is not a defect in the photography or in the developing. But in the Highlands area north of Tycho, there is a remarkable seven-mile square neighborhood. It can be seen in the standard Tycho picture, Plate 19, with no detail at all. NASA made a high-resolution photograph of the Northern Highlands. It is Plate 20. A small area of the standard Tycho photo seems to have been blown up at least three or four times and with startling clarity. The seven-mile square neighborhood is alive with construction and activity. I was looking for something else when I stumbled upon it. True serendipity. Below are some of the splendid creations to be seen in this relatively small area. Now, one interesting point to be made about these areas of construction and activity on the moon is that the surrounding areas are so different. Ordinary natural moon rubble looks just like rubble and can be mistaken for nothing else. Uh, construction by an advanced technology stands out vividly and also can be mistaken for nothing else. As in the Lubiniki Bullialdis area, the occupants here and inside Tycho favor the hemispheric covering and the constructions which about each other and almost fit like jigsaw pieces. I would say that if different races occupy the moon, the same one, the same cultures, the same physical type, resides in both these spots. It is worth pointing out, too, that both are on the near side of the moon in the southeast quarter, perhaps 400 miles apart. But the really striking feature in this area is not the constructions, which are so numerous on the moon that a large atlas would be needed to note them all. The feature which stood out to me the most is gas being ejected from two places. Gas which distorts or fuzzes the background view and which blows out of discrete points. Nozzles, smokestacks... Vents, 
It is clearly ejected under pressure. It goes straight up, does not fall over in an arc as would water or a solid. It has the cone of dispersion appearance, which a gas ejected under pressure should have. Its dispersion becomes complete when it is lost in the vacuum of the moon. There are two other suspicious cases of gas ejection from discrete points, but they are not sufficiently clear to be certain. The better of the two clear examples looks like this. Think of a ravine with a, like a pie piece cut out of it. And uh, geometric patterns, it looks like a quarry. It looks like a quarry. Those who wish to examine this neighborhood firsthand may find this phenomenon in plate 20, approximately two inches from the bottom exact center. The gas and constructions can be seen with the naked eye, but a reading glass helps. This, incidentally, is another example, and we will see many in this book, where photos taken at a different time, but under similar lighting circumstances, would be on question show clear-cut change. It is unlikely that the gas ejection continues all the time. Lunar transient phenomena feature just like that. Transients. If the gas ejection is a result of industrial activity, which I believe it is, as opposed to the excretion of used atmosphere, then there must be times when the smelters shut down, the fires cease. Then another picture on another day, treated the same, blown up the same, would show no gas ejections. There are two neighborhoods of construction and activity in this remarkable picture. One is on the extreme right-hand edge, two inches from the bottom. The geometricities there are even more striking, and at the bottom middle of the picture is a beautiful example of ribs on the moon, those paralleled filaments which almost appear to, to be strengtheners, heavy rods forming a cover. A person with a vivid imagination might even conjecture that, that the moon was built a long time ago in another corner of the universe before all hell broke loose. Arthur C. Clarke says in his Voices from the Sky, Dr. Slavsky's stimulating theory, i.e. that a moon of Mars is hollow, appeals to me because some ten years ago I made an identical suggestion concerning the innermost moon of Jupiter. In a story called Jupiter V, I pointed out that certain peculiarities of the satellite and developed the idea that it was a giant spacecraft which ages ago had entered the solar system and then been parked in orbit round Jupiter, while its occupants went off in more conveniently sized vehicles to colonize the planet. And that, kids, is the end of chapter 11. Next week is going to be a double fucking header. Two chapters, 12 and 13, stretch nuts. It's happening, okay? We're going to get this fucking book wrapped up. I'm tired of reading this fucking thing. All right, this is Dave Grave, the Zero Brain Podcast. Like, share, subscribe, or else. We're on buzzsprout.com, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Buzzsprout. I already said that shit. All right, guys, I'll see you next week. Peace.